This is SG Pod, a Stargate podcast. This was a very enjoyable watch. It was nice to get get back to like a normal episode instead of creepy tribal horseshit and racist, super racist garbage. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I got a lot to say. This was a real episode. This is a real show now. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. There was those like a weird few episodes where it's like, what are they doing? And then, like, after Tokra Part 2, it's just, like, everything was like, what are they doing, even? Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, we, yeah, I, I suppose we should just get right into it. I, I got, you know, I got a lot yeah. to say. What's up, good listeners? Hey. Welcome back to SG Fun, a Stargate comfort podcast. How are you enjoying the pandemic? <laughs> My name is Sarah. I continue to not enjoy it. Um even as I've got a little agoraphobia and I'm still, still really done with this situation. I still like, I'm ready to go places. It's been so, so long. And, uh, I'm still, I personally still trying not to get it. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm still halfway through season 10 of, of Stargate SG one. Well, yeah. And I'm Tori and I'm also still over COVID, uh, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. literally and figuratively over it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I went, went, I went over to. A... Yeah, I went over to a friend's house last night, and one of the requests via text before I got there was, uh, "Oh, yeah, can you can you do a COVID test?" <laughs> and I was like, "All right, new normal. Oh, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool yeah. with it. Let's do it." Neg- I appreciate negativo. the safety of that. Yeah. Negativo. I know. I I'm looking like in like the first aid cupboard and i'm just like oh there's a stack of covid tests right right yeah yeah. <laughs> like we're, we're all flush right now at least i have tests. some so anyway this podcast is is meant to comfort us and hopefully you i'm coming pretend so all com- that's not happening for like an hour <laughs> <laughs> we're going to <laughs> all right yeah, yeah, no, well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, let's, uh, the vertical watering hole is waiting for us, uh, to, to jump through, uh, with this mm-hmm. week's episode. To the season two, episode 18, Serpent Song. Serpent, or... Serpent, Serpent Song. Oh, sorry, that was really loud. Serpent <laughs> Song? Or, or. Or, oh. Or, get these motherfucking snakes off my motherfucking prisoner. Oh. Or get these oh. motherfucking snakes off. Steaks. Get these steaks off of him. Get these, Get these st- motherfucking snakes <laughs> off my motherfucking Apophis. That'd have been better. Um, how about or Playgirl Center Centerfold Daniel Jackson? Oh, I you know what? I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. Yep. How could you not? Yep. Or Snake Boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. These all work. Serpent song. Uh, I, uh, or, uh, intercom lady gets a huge pay increase. 
incoming traveler, incoming traveler, <laughs> incoming traveler. Hey, yeah, oh my god, in, yeah, by traveler. the word, right? Uh, or uh, Serpent Song, or uh, It's Getting Hot in Here. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, or That's finally, holy shit, this show just became like a show. I told you it starts to get good toward the end of season two, right? Yeah, this I, this has to be that point. Like I think this, this is the I think this must be the beginning of the transition. Like the, your hope is not is not false hope. It's not misspent, misplaced. It's no, you know, absolutely trust. not. Yeah, yeah, trust no, no. Is, and well, and I think I think I understand. And you you've hinted at this in the past, but I think I understand where part of that that feeling comes from. Uh, this episode aired February twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. And directed first episode for this director, Peter DeLuisa. There's a marked difference. Improvement. Yeah. He's, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll get into that. Um, and written by Catherine Powers, who's done a couple of other episodes in the past, uh, and we'll and Good we'll ones, also right? do a bunch. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, and I imagine well, just from the list, uh, a few more as well. So it opens. It's like total Star Wars opening. It's pretty cool. Oh, oh, you know what else is a Star Wars opener? Oh, no. Fuck. Is oh, wait, it, the, it's your turn. Wait, there was no alarm in Star Wars. What am I talking about? That was a bad tangent. Wasn't there? <laughs> wasn't there an alarm even when um, meh, meh. the Empire boarded Empire. The, the diplomatic ship that Princess Leia was on? No, not, not, no not really. No. Gosh. There was one you on know, Hoth, though. Maybe the that was their base. Oh, they learned. They learned that they should have alarms. <laughs> anyway, oh shit. Yeah, we're in a this I feel tense now. You this should is, feel tense. Let me let me warm up. <laughs> yeah, you got twenty four seconds or we're gonna all die. The mountain's gonna explode. Some artificial tension we really needed today. We're super laconic for some reason. Okay, go. The gang is hanging out, uh, waiting for the Tokra when some uh, glider ships show up and one of them uh, falls to the ground. Apophis is in there, hurt. He asks for help. They take him back to the gate. He's in deep shit. The Tokra finally show up and they're like, Sokra wants that dude. You guys are almost dead. Sokra starts to get through the gate. Apophis is still dead. People have moments with them. He dies. They give her body back to the Sokra. Sokra stops. The Tokra leave. You did it. Oh, oh, oh the, the end. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, you did it. Oh, you stopped yay. and there was like Great. there was like two seconds left. So Soaker left us alone. He he switched to a new podcast. We're good. We can keep going. We can keep for this going. Great episode. Because right after we have the Star Wars opening where there's ships in space and they're oh, yeah. shooting at each other and one's escaping and it's gonna crash land on a planet. Right after that, we're just straight up, we're on Tatooine. And <laughs> And they don't know why they're there. They don't know who sent them. So of course, they nobody's on alert. They're so relaxed that Daniel Jackson is lounging on the stairs like Burt Reynolds in his classic Playgirl <laughs> centerfold picture. If you if you don't know what that is, go ahead and look that up. It's fucking hilarious. You'll use that comparison for everything for the rest of your life. But if you prefer, he's in a paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. No, the picture is just so funny because Carter's like, Carter's just annoyed. Carter's annoyed. <laughs> O'Neill's picking his nose and Daniel <laughs> is, he's just he's working like, on his chase lounge game for the cover of GQ. Like he's like, like, what is he trying to do? It looks like he's like on the, like some dork on the high school 
steps trying to look real sexy at lunchtime, <laughs> but really making it weird. It's like, you know what, Daniel, speaking of consent, I don't consent seeing you trying to be None sexy. of us consented to this. This, this is the work space. So <laughs> take that. Yeah. They are at work right now. Yeah, like, Do take that home with you. Thank you. They are out in the open. Anybody could yep. be sitting, watching them. They're all lounging. I mean, they're- no, not teal. Oh, oh, not Tilk. Yeah, yeah. Not Tilk. And Sam almost has her. Sam has her weapon in a position where she could use it. Yeah, yeah. Tilk is on his feet going, we don't fucking know who told us to come here. That the, They have no idea really why they're there. Uh, so they're like, maybe we should go home. And they're all, and because they're all just fucking off, like, who would you do last weekend? I don't know nothing. What about you? And Tilka's like, holy shit, check it out. There's a death glider crashing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and it takes them a minute, of, obviously, to get up to their feet and see what's up and take cover <laughs> because they're, I don't know what they thought. They forgot there was a test today. I don't know. No, I can, I can feel it. I mean, O'Neill's in his like mid forties, right? Like I get up yeah. off this couch after five mm-hmm. minutes, I feel it in my ankles. Is O'Neill only in his mid forties? I mean, I'm thinking Richard Dean Anderson must have been like fifty. Okay, well then he's definitely feeling it. Um, well, yeah, this thing comes in low. It's obviously it's getting shot at. It comes in, so they <laughs> they roll over to the crash glider. They do oh, manage to like start hauling ass in sand, like you know. I, lickety split that's how white i am that should be on tiktok for the white american vernacular english list should be lickety split lickety, put it down write it down put it down somebody Some, somebody, somebody add before that we forget someone <laughs> <laughs> else like go make a tiktok um yeah so they it's they run over there and they find <gasps> motherfucking apophis and for apophis. some reason they don't shoot him. They don't run away. They don't say, is this a trap? They don't, they don't really do anything. They don't really do anything except go, whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. They, well, he looks pretty bad. Like he's crawling. He's like, yeah, he's but it bloody. could be a trap. It could be a trap. It could be a trap. Well, Teal'c almost Zach guns him. You know, yeah, he's ready. I do like that. And Daniel is like, is that a puffus? <laughs> That's like, his contribution to the situation. Daniel, you we know that you know that's Apophis. We know that you think of him every night. <laughs> You're Delmar. Yeah, Holcomb. I mean, he stole your wife. I like, why would you be the one to be like, oh, is that Apophis? I can't remember head scratcher. What does he look like again? Did he forget like, about him too, along with that? The fact that he has a wife? He forgot that as well. If you put the girl who was super mean to me for no effing reason in high school in front of me, which you could do. Cause I think she likes, so I was in Germany, but I think she lives in like Auburn or something. If you put her in front of me, I'd be like, I know I'm not gonna say her name, but I'd be like, I know you, Yeah, your name, mm-hmm. your full name that I remember. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, is that Apophis? <laughs> <laughs> Much less stole my spouse and put a big creepy shrimp in her, a big prawn. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah, they're like, all right, well, a bunch more gliders start rolling in, like a bunch more start rolling yeah. in. Yeah. Apophis is really injured, and we're going to find out he's dying. And I don't know right away in this scene why he didn't just jump out and into one of the S- SG1's bodies. 
Oh. I don't know. It was confusing. It was back and forth. It was like, he's too weak to do it. It's like, can I have another body? I can get in there. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, they're like, all right, well, let's, I mean, yeah, this is a great opportunity. Let's grab them, dial the gate. Let's get the hell out of here. The gliders start and they sort of let them go. But I will say they, they get back to, they get back to home base. Yeah. And Dr. Frazier does not give him the all clear. She's like, there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> oh, for the first time ever. Yeah. But it's, not right away. It's obvious, God damn it. Like even she can't like, can't like, you know, like tamp this down, you know, she, but she's, she stands in the gate room for a long time for a whole conversation and waits until, um, <laughs> daddy's like, you got to put him, lock him up. And she's like, absolutely not. He's coming to my um, clinic or whatever, but he came in in an emergent condition and she wasn't like, get him to my clinic stat. We can discuss shit there. So it was a little like, is it an emergency? Well, she is had, it? she had it in her note. She had her line in her note. It could be a virus. And so she was busy scrawling that out. Yeah. Like it's not a and virus. Then, and, and then making a quick <laughs> brainstorming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, he definitely looks bad. I'm a doctor. Uh, get him in there quick <laughs> because Apophis demands Kelma. And then O'Neill's like, what does that mean? And Dan and Daniel's like, he's like, oh, well, I, th I think, it I think it means. And then, and then, and then, and then, then Teal's right there. And he's like sanctuary. I mean, I mean, it means sanctuary. Yeah. Why? Do I feel like is Teal ever sick of being underestimated by everybody. And like, everybody's always putting the brakes on Teal. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Um, I'm expecting it to happen around season five. That people stop. No, the teal gets like finally like loses it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just goes postal and. <laughs> hey, for for you kid, for any kids, you know, young kids, kid adults listening. Um, before mass shootings were commonplace, there was one at a post office when a disgruntled postal worker came in and shot all of his colleagues. Mm. And that's why we say going postal. Mm. But mm. I mean, you might as well call it going high school. <laughs> Someone write that down before we forget. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> or don't. That's not Look, fetch. Not, that's not I'm fetch. not I'm not happy about garbage country. It's not my garbage country. <laughs> I'm just giving some commentary on it. Yeah, yeah. So they, so they, they, they sort of pretty much do that, you know. It's like they go to the clinic, yeah, yeah. And then Sam is like, "Hey, um, not to make this about me, but do you guys remember when I was Jolinar? Yeah, she's got. She's like, I have some memories from when I was Jolinar. Do you guys remember? I was a Tokra, so I'm pretty special. I wasn't gonna bring it up. You brought it up first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you overheard me bringing it up over there, but whatever. It's like, fine. It was seemed germane because like I had a memory that seemed important, but it wasn't because I don't remember what her fucking memory was. Oh, well, well, this is kind of, this is kind of the thing. Cause like Dr. Frey, after the initial scan through Dr. Frazier's like, yeah, you know, Apophis, you know, his body's hurt. Like he's hurt. He's got, he's, yeah. his legs are broken, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but also that the Goa'uld Uld has a bunch of lesions on it that, oh. that it's also uh hurt physically but there's there's a line that i bet you wrote down and i'm going to i'm going to set you up i'm going to say he's dying i'm saying it to colonel o'neill he's dying good 
Wait, is that right? Good. When? Lol. Well, there was so like he's so psyched with himself, and I'm like, did you? Was any of this you're doing? You know, like, you, you, is this a personal pat on the back? You just found the guy. Well, so, I don't know who, who who was carrying him. Who was doing the fireman's carry? Oh, oh, I, I'm I'm sure it was Teal'c. So that yeah, so so that triggers uh, uh, the Jolinar memory in in Carter. It's like, Carter's, well, Fraser gets Carter's. fucking close. <laughs> Fraser gets close enough to fucking kiss him. And they're oh, like, hey, true. maybe don't get so close. And she's like, he's too fucking sick to do anything. And I'm like, are you're not an expert. You just said you weren't an expert in like goal physiology. So how do you know what he's capable of? Because I've seen on a battlefield, a goal mortally, I'm sorry, a Tokra mortally wounded fucking jump into someone else's body and also a goal. Thank you. Episode two. Oh, so, oh episode two. Right. 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 Um, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, well, all in all, like he's dying like uh, all over the map. Uh, and Dr. Fraser says as such, like he's pretty much going to die. Uh, and so they're like, all right, so what do we do? You know, until and Tilk and, and they, when they're like sitting around, like Tilk's loving this as well. Like, oh, my God. T- uh, Tilk throughout this episode gives primo face like he is. There's a lot of like face. he's like, but we're greatly responsible for his downfall. And then he like gives like the smuggest like self-satisfied fucking smile like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's right yeah he <laughs> yeah he he's lounging he's he's straight chilling he's like this is my best day since I this came is- here <laughs> 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 like I don't know like I don't I saw it, I don't want to be on this planet it's a trash planet that's why I stay in the mountain mm-hmm. but uh, today's ah, pretty good today's pretty good today's feeling good. pretty good yeah yeah coffee wasn't even good this morning I don't care. <laughs> still a good day um so wow uh, what should we do o'neill just wants to like well he wants to shoot him but then he's all but then he's also like well i mean then you know they they learn that he's you know somebody was trying to kill him so he's like well let's just take him back there fuck it let's be rid of him it's over it's done but then like like sam's like but what about the innocent human host oh yeah yeah, yeah, and then yeah. O'Neill is like super insensitive because Daniel's in the room and he says, how much of the host do you even think is left after all this time? Which I was like, whoa, rude. But then as they're panning around the room and panning to faces, they don't pan to Daniel for a reaction shot. And I'm like, oh, that's right. He's probably already forgotten about his wife again. He's forgotten the apophysis even there. He's I don't know what right? he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's like, who's Sharae? Who's Apophis? <laughs> I should I be offended? Why is everyone looking at me? Why is everyone wincing? Huh? What? Anyways. Uh, well, yeah. Well, so they're talking. But Hammond, you know, he brings. He's like they. He is technically a prisoner of war. You know, uh, mm-hmm, Geneva mm-hmm. Convention, all that shit. Yeah. So th- as of right now, they're going to keep him, and Doctor Frazier's keep going to keep helping him. However, they can. Before that, though, when they're still in the room, Hammond's like, I think we should keep him. Because we're going to get great information from him. And oh, Teal's right. like, no, you're not. Mm. And Hammond's like, yes, we are. And so Teal goes, oh, okay. <laughs> but gives Hammond the most utterly condescending face I've ever seen. It's great, having, amazing. He's having a great, he feels he's good. Like, he's like, okay, dipshit. <laughs> you're right. I'm not in charge of shit. Like apparently on the hierarchy, I'm somehow under this fuck face, Daniel Jackson, but that's fine. That's fine. You go ahead and try. Get all the information you want. I'll just be here excited about his demise. So, yeah. So after this, it's pretty much, you know, a fair amount of this episode is just sort of like a, just a parade of like visitors to Apophis's bedside. 
you know, every, everyone, everyone goes in at some point. And I'm just like, return him to Tatooine already. <laughs> well, like, O'Neill is first. Uh, he, he's creeping in the observation room, uh, waiting for Apophis to wake up. And, and, and Apophis, I just want to say, he's like wearing some straight up Fruit of the Loom tidy whities Did you notice that? Oh, fuck like, no. He, I'm so sad. I was too busy noticing that he was wearing like old school psych hospital, like leather straps. And I'm like, I didn't know there was a neck strap. <laughs> Yeah, and then under that, he's just wearing this these like loose, <laughs> like used like <laughs> fruit of the loom. How the mighty have fallen! They're like as old as the host body. Yeah, yeah, the, ho- the those <laughs> the, were the hosts. The, the, orig- the original. Yeah, he's like I don't need to change. These. He's a never nude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but uh, he does wake up and he and he uh, whispered he wants to talk to O'Neill. He specifically asks for O'Neill. Yeah, he specifically asks for him. So O'Neill, you know, is more than happy to come in. I think more than happy to come in. I mean, O'Neill is he because he's 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 loving life too right now. You know. Yeah, he's like fuck this guy. He's gonna die. I dig that. Yeah, like I I agree with Teal. It's fun to be part of his downfall. (laughs) That's what O'Neill's thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Apophis doesn't have much to say. He's just like, I want to live. And 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 I did write down this O'Neill line. Uh, that's between you and your God. Oh, oh wait. You are your God. Oops. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's too bad. <laughs> Guess you have a problem. It's <laughs> kind of fun. Well, uh, Apophis gives him a deal. Yeah. I want to host. In exchange all all our knowledge everything and they're like no dice motherfucker we're yeah. the good guys yeah go to hell which is you know it's 1999 so i guess this is gonna fly with the logic is that we wouldn't sacrifice one life to save like a whole bunch of lives or like oil interests or like you know political face or you know anything like this belief that we're the good guys and we wouldn't drone bomb a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't believe for a second that they wouldn't take this deal. Mm -hmm. They would definitely, they would just go to a black site and find him a host body. Do they have black sites yet? We just didn't know about them. They were, they were gray sites at that point. Mm. Well, they would just go, they would just pick up fucking, They'd probably pick up somebody, a homeless person, somebody who they thought nobody was was paying attention to. O'Neill's like, yeah, go to hell. And then and then he, and then, and then Apophis is like, all right, so car, so car. You know, he's not gonna like that you've like taken his prize. Yeah. Cause he's like, because before that, he's like, I'll tell you the name of the uh go old Jesus system lord that system that's lord. coming, that's coming for me and coming for you. Yeah, y'all fucked up. Dude, he's a desperate shrimp. Like, cause his logic <laughs> yeah, literally. is literally his logic is all over the place. He's like, okay, I'm gonna count on the fact that they're softies for the fact that they that I'm gonna go to Earth with them, that I'm gonna find them and they won't kill me because they're they're the good guys. But then I'm gonna try to art to get, make a deal with them that only bad guys would make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I'm gonna also 
say that I'm, I picked their, when they don't do what I want, I'm going to say, well, I picked your planet so that you'd die too. And I'm just like, I thought, okay, you can't seek asylum in a pl- the next place you think is going to get blown up. Right. I'll never fly in, in immigration court. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's just flailing. Well, yeah. And so, uh, we, we cut to, they're like sort of talking about SoCar. you know, we, we, yeah. we learn a little bit. He, we learn he's a legend among the Jaffa once a ruler of the system Lords, but he was stopped by Apophis and Ra. Yeah, except they say point. he was like the the original, and he was actually like the last ruler of the fifth dynasty of ancient Egypt. Mm, mm. So I won't do research again. So don't worry. <laughs> this is a weird thing I did today. Oh no, that, that's great. No, yeah, we can add it. Well, and you know, Daniel, you know, has a little bit of. He, he's like most feared god in Egypt. It was like the older god of death, you know. And well, and it made me think about the one episode with like the gold they find in the Thor's uh, maze, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that dude was po- supposedly a- the Chiante. very first gold. Yeah. So, so yeah. not the first. Well, because I think we haven't gotten to an episode yet where that race comes back. Yeah. No, yeah. This we, is we the haven't. problem. This is the problem with watching ahead. <laughs> the good part about watching ahead is I know the show gets so much better. Well, and it begins here. It begins here it begins with this here. episode. Mm, we're finally there. How many episodes have we watched? Okay, like 20. You know, a little bit. <laughs> one, one fifteenth. No, 40? <laughs> like, okay. Hey, some of them were very good. The first episode was like a movie. Oh, I thought you meant the podcast. I was like, yeah, man, some of them. Yeah. <laughs> I would never say this podcast very good. <laughs> I would be like, oh, if I do, then somebody else will say it's bad. So I just shut up. Hmm. I'll let somebody else say it's good if they want to say that. It's good. Anyway, they really need, we learn all kinds of shit, but then we also, we've got an emergency. The oh. alarm goes. Incoming traveler. Incoming traveler. And first of all, can I just say, so General Hammond hotfoots it like he is out of breath. He was running, <sighs> running to the to the gate room overlook so he can tell them to close the iris. And I'm like, they need to close the iris protocol because Hammond, like he's daddy. He can't just be he, like, he can't be everywhere at once. And he can't be running everywhere all the time. Honestly, <laughs> what, if he, what if he's in the John? What if he is like taking, he's a man. What if he's taking a 40 minute shit? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he's like only, I don't know, 31 minutes in. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah. That's unacceptable. And everyone dies. Everyone dies because nobody closed said, close the iris. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They close the iris and they find out their iris isn't as awesome as they thought. And at the point that they were saying, oh, nothing will get through this iris. It's reinforced with blah, 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 blah from that we stole that we, from this planet we're colonizing. And I just thought, you know, it's only as good as what you've attached it to, right? Well, I mean, it's it's attached to the gate itself, right? Which is Nakwada. Nakwada is probably what I meant. For some reason, whenever I think of Nakwada and I'm trying to think of the word, all I can think of is unobtainium. Fucking <laughs> 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 thanks, James Cameron. It's so ridiculous. All I can ever think is of, the, of that one like water bottle brand. 
that's like kind of like that <laughs> aquafina something like that yeah i don't know why anyway just quick side note there's a sweet fucking running cam single shot where like the camera is like following all like the the soldiers that are like running through the hallways to get to the gate it's just really it's just i'm just feeling really good about our new director here yeah it's really He's, cool i i'm stoked on on peter deloise as a director um i feel like he really like like we call we call him and daddy but i feel like daddy deloise really comes in and like puts his arms around the oh, show yeah, and makes it all better a couple daddies now yeah uh nothing comes through and then o'neill's like i want to keep the interrogation going sir and then Daniel pulls out his resume and he's like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> I was as the resident expert on Sokra here. <laughs> what he actually pulls out is a little laminated card that yeah. he made himself yeah, yeah, yeah. that says resident expert on Sokar. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I made this in my free time at home. Every doesn't you guys don't have laminators? Okay. Well, no, no, daddy's fine with that because he, because he's like, all right, thank you. I mean, uh, props to you, Daniel, for trying to make, you know, what we pay you count towards something. You know? They probably pay him the most too. And I don't think they pay Teal'c at uh, all. Yeah, consultant fees. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but they exchange a look like, ooh, maybe it's a bad idea. And because, and it is because Daniel is like, Hey, I remembered who you are. And I also remembered that you stole my fucking wife. Right. So right, right, right. let's measure dicks. And, um, well, <laughs> for a minute, I think Daniel's dick is bigger. And then, but Apophis is like, fuck you. You're not going to kill me. You don't, you don't have, you don't have what it takes. And Tori, my question to you. Oh yeah. If Sam had not interrupted right at this moment, mm. Would Daniel have killed Apophis? Because he said, I'll kill you right now if you don't tell me where she is. Do you think he would have done it? I mean, he he was, I mean, for Daniel, you know, uh, he mm -hmm. was fairly intense, true, uh, relatively true. speaking. That um, kind of scary, like calm intensity. Yeah, yeah. Of someone who's like, let's just talk. No, I'm not angry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Apo like I mean, Apophis isn't helping the whole thing because Apophis actually brings up Share first. He's like, he's basically like, I sure do like fucking your wife. Yeah, what up, Delmar? Holcomb. Yeah, and 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 then Daniel throws his son at him. Ooh, he does. He's like, I'm the one who stole your son. Ugh. Yeah. And then Apophis like, go fuck yourself. And he's like, no, no, you're gonna tell me where Sharae is right now, or I'm gonna kill you right now. And Apophis says, I don't think you will. And then Sam's like, Daniel, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Well, to answer, to answer your question, I don't think he would have killed her. I don't think so either. I kind of agree with Apophis. He would have like, kept talking. And I'm not saying it's a good thing to have murder capabilities, but I don't think he would have. I would have. I would have killed Apophis. Just like gra grabbed a pillow off the. <laughs> uh, no, I would have been like, he's totally, I would have just like crushed his trachea, I think. Oh, 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 nice. -da! Yeah. No, I mean like slowly because I don't know oh. um, karate <laughs> or kung fu. Um, I would have just like pinched his windpipe. The next thing that happens is, ooh, Martu. Well, no, incoming traveler, incoming traveler, incoming traveler. Fuck. All right. 
Ooh, <laughs> Martev. Oh my God. It's me, Samantha. You, oh, you remember me. I was Jolinar. <laughs> you remember. I mean, you remember the most, but I, I, I used to be Jolinar also. So I was thinking that when I saw him, I was like, what if he says, what if he's like, hey, Jolinar, what's up? Is that, is that, just like, then she'd be like, I'm not Jolinar. <laughs> so she's like all fucking over the place. All right. But the first thing they ask, she's like, where's my dad? Because there's like three fucking Tokra there. And naturally, you know, that he's, aloof motherfucker is still an aloof motherfucker, even as a Tokra. He's does not the liaison. I know. He's a motherfucking liaison <laughs> and her dad. And it's like, oh, he's busy doing other shit. They're super non-specific. They're like, basically, like he had recorded seven episodes of Magnum P.I. reruns. And so he couldn't come. He's actually, he's really into blue bloods now, just like your parents. <laughs> oh my God. We cut to the Tokra sitting in the briefing room and they're like, since Jacob has joined us, we've learned uh, uh, a lot. So many great things a about lot you. About your people. Yeah. Yeah. All of your, what you're worth. We've learned what, we've learned whether or not we value you. We've, we've learned some things. Yeah. We've decided we've, yes. We'll be friends. But Martouf is immediately his like return him. And I'm like, oh, all, yeah. I'm all sitting on the day bed where I'm watching the shit going. That's what I said. <laughs> like go Martouf. Well, yeah. Well, he confirms that the original signal that they got to go to Tatooine was not them. And so they're right. like, it had to have been Apophis. This is his whole, th this is it's all, all orchestrated by him. Some kind. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what his goal, it doesn't matter if he's really dying. This is all set up by Apophis. And then they're like, well, we're not going to do that. Like, we're not going to like Martuf is the one who's like, get the, this, these motherfucking snakes off my motherfucking apophis <laughs> and they're like well i don't think we're going to and so then martuf is gone and martuf becomes oh, lantash lantash, lantash is a dick well i say i say a bit of a dick but no he's a no, full, he's, he's a, a full yeah i don't want to get read by lantash it's gonna be it's gonna be so bad it's gonna be so mean and true oh, so well yeah well because because he's like all right you know you know you're done here so car you know, he's, he's going to roll in here, you know, yeah, so as, far as the horrible is coming. You yeah. realize what you've done. You've put yourself in between a go out world war. Like, yeah. Why would you do that? Well, it well Cause that, that threw me for a bit of a loop because I, I hadn't really been like perceiving what's going on in that way. And the, in the fact that, because he's like, yeah, they obviously know your location. Every go out world knows the Tory location. Tauri. And I'm like, Tauri. You say Tori? Oh, you call him Tori because your name is Tori. Oh. That's cute. Okay. Uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I had never I had never really put that two and two together, which is kind of interesting because like, okay, so all the Goa Uld know the gate location for Earth. Like they like the our the, their worst enemy, like yeah. knows exactly where we're at. They've all they've known this entire time. Well, yeah, they just don't give a fuck about like, they're like, cool, thanks for weakening Apophis. We don't know how you did it, but we're not threatened by you because you're not doing anything. Yeah. I, oh, except now you are. Now you're <laughs> now you're aiding and abetting fucking Apophis. And um, no. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't thought about it that broadly about it before now. So I was like, OK, like this, <laughs> this is a much bigger universe than 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 I, I I'm not much bigger than I'm letting it in for for myself, you know, like. 
Yeah. It's not just about the gate gang. (laughs) No. I mean, what? No, I can't believe that they never run into like a gate gang from another planet. No, there's nobody like them. Nobody else has an iris. I don't. Nobody's first impression are sorry. We three of your friends smashed against our iris, but now you're here when we feel bad, but we're the good guys. <laughs> nothing to hide, nothing to hide, nothing to see. Move along. So he's like, yeah, you guys have fucked up. And then Martouf comes back and I was in, uh, he was like, yeah, sorry about, sorry, you know, he can be a little, and oh, I, I sorry about Lantesh. He's got a lot of passion. <laughs> I was like, man, try try to imagine hanging out in a Tok in the Tokra society. Imagine having a Tokra in you, <laughs> just like and like you never get to be the dickhead because your Tokra is such an asshole. Yeah, you never top it. You'd never because like, or you just can't. You're always having to compensate for what a piece of like what yeah. a bad yes. communicator. Yes, and so you never get to be like, oh my god, you know what? I agree with Lantesh. You guys are being dumb fucks. <laughs> Like, why are we even here? We're not going to help you. And like, instead he would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, I, so I'm in an abusive relationship with my symbiote. It's crazy because we're both in my body. So I just going to make a poll. I'm just going to apologize for his behavior at this party. Um, yeah, yeah. No, something, maybe Martouf sometimes is like, Hey, Lantash, maybe I could play bad cop in this situation. And Lantash would be like, why? <laughs> you don't even have a deep voice. Yeah. Don't, so don't I, even I've try it. Thanks. Like, do they have like an argument inside their body sometimes where like Lantesh is like, I was so embarrassed. Like, you've got to stop apologizing <laughs> for me in front of people. I know what I'm saying and I stand behind what I'm saying. And how dare you? Yeah, all of it. All of it. Yeah. It's 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 a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. Just think about Carter's father. <sighs> And uh, his symbiote. So now, so now, <laughs> the clown car uh, to uh, meetings with Apophis continues. <laughs> this yeah, time, oh the, my god! So this time, it's the entirety of the the Tokra. Uh, Wait, and I'm just gonna say, but preface all of this discussion of this scene by saying we get some really good acting out of the, I think, out of the actor who plays Apophis. Oh, Peter Williams. Oh, yeah. Fuck this enti- does- this entire episode is amazing. He's amazing. He does an amazing job. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they get in there. Well, Apophis is unconscious when they roll in because he like he's like, man, I was like, he's getting morphine. Yeah. He's he's like, and then he wakes up and he's like, he's, he's on that palliative care. Ooh. And and yeah. he's having like he's like just screaming his wife's name. A manuet, the manuet, and also, well, in the, I was, was going to say, he, he's also starting to like age a little bit. He's he's going he's going white along the you know. On, on his head, mm-hmm. about the same rate as Obama during his presidency, <laughs> maybe a little slower. He's like a presidential 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far, as of right now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as uh, opposed to a Hollywood 50. <laughs> well, yeah, well, so the Toker are like, all right, well, and then, then yeah, all right, well, I guess we'll just leave then. But then, yeah, but then Apophis, his host comes through, who we've never heard from. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. Terrified, and he's saying something in like ancient Sumerian or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. And they're like, "Daniel, say something to him." And Daniel's like, "I don't know." Dude, 
Say something, say something, anything, something, say something, anything comforting. Dude, it should be Daniel's it finest should hour. Be. He this is not think he can't think on his feet. This, it doesn't know what to, he chokes. Like he what? says, I don't know what to say. And I'm like, you're a bad social scientist. How about that? You're, you're, yeah, you're a bad social scientist. You're a bad diplomat. You're a bad face. You're a bad you're, interpreter. You're a bad consultant. You're making the most money. We've seen that you have a very nice, very nice apartment. That's a very expensive fish tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so yeah, so he misses his moment because Opophis just goes unconscious again. And then, yeah. and then incoming traveler, incoming traveler and fuck grand yeah. central station. It's like, they just keep coming. So yeah. So they go to the gate room, something's coming through. Iris is closed and it's starting to get hit by a bunch of shit. And this is where they start bragging about their fucking Iris. <laughs> it's like double, tri- triple titanium plus unitanium yeah, yeah. plus naquita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus maybe a little dilithium thrown in. So it's very volatile. And so they're like, don't worry, it's fine. Then it starts to like heat up, you know, it's a oh, little yeah, red glow. You can see glow. it. You can watch it turning red. And it's like red glow. And there's almost like this like weird greenish phantom in front of it. That's like, is something coming through? Because mm-hmm, nothing's mm-hmm, supposed to come mm-hmm, through. Mm-hmm. But something does come through. And it's an audible transition transmission from Sokar. Oh, yeah. Who Who's playing with. He's got a subatomic particle disruptor thought i kind of looked like an evil kermit the frog a little bit it was yeah like, um but yeah well and he, he doesn't say much he's like you will be destroyed you kind but of he says it like mine. the wizard of oz <laughs> less of a nice message but yes he's like um well since you took what belongs to me i'm gonna kill all of you okay and just gonna take me a minute to like blast through your fucking iris it's a good thing you reinforce it i guess it's a good thing you um colonized those those other people those coastal salish descendants <laughs> thank goodness he's like yeah we've had your number for a while we just haven't just we just there's no reason to call you uh, until now you know mm-hmm. so uh here we go and so yeah so it just it so it starts to heat up a little bit hammond's like i better call the president and so he ducks Finally, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then, so now, so now, let's go back to the loop. It's Carter and okay. Tilk's turn to play 24 questions yes. with the podcast. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and this is where fucking Carter is asking the questions, but I don't even know what she said because this is where I was like, you know what? Christopher Judge has become a master at scene stealing by barely moving his fucking face. Because mm-hmm. the, fuck. It's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. then it turns out in this scene, he's unsurprisingly pro-torture. Cause, oh, oh. Cause he's like, cause Dr. Frazier is like, I'm here with this morphine until it's like, no, you're fucking not. <laughs> as long as I'm standing here next to his IV drip, he's not getting any morphine. And when the pain's bad enough, I guess he'll tell me what I want to, what I want to know. And it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. Like, yeah. Apophis at this point is, you know, he's, he's, he's more pain, more pain. It's like, tell us, tell us the, the, the rate of your pain right now. Nine, nine. Are you sure? 10, 10. I know that. 27. <laughs> um, I mean, he, I think he might be an under reporter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
or he just is faking it because he wants um, a more morphine in his grip. But like Dr. Frazier is like being super like, that's my patient. And I feel like, fuck all of you. I want to give him more morphine. And I don't know, like, I'm not surprised that Teal is pro torture. I'm just annoyed on TV when torture works. Mm. Like, I mean, sh- I mean, Apophis tries to dunk on Teal. You know, he's like, he's like, Shova, Shova. And Teal's like, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, I mean, he gets religious. He's like, today will become a holy day on Chulak. And- oh, I know. He's like, I'm free. And he's like, the Jafar are free. And he's like, they'll never be free. And he's like, nope they're free and I'm free. And this will become, yeah, this will become like a fucking holiday, an independence day. Yeah. Fuck you. Pro- and then I think the thing that like affects Apophis the most or gives him the most dread because, because Apophis is like, your Goa old is going to, it's going to, you know, have to come out and then you're going to, and your guy and Tilk is like, no, we're going to, we're going to gather all your little ones up. We're going to gather all your children mm-hmm. up and then use them to our heart's content. We be like, get in my belly. Yeah. Yeah. Get in my belly. And then as soon as they're ready for a host, we're just going to take them out and throw them on the ground. Yeah. We're going to use the symbiotes as you the Goa'uld have the hosts. You know, that's what like white supremacists are most afraid of, right? Oh, oh, t- t- tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> Here you've got, I mean, I guess at least he's speaking to another black man, but like there's, I don't know. That's, I think that's what white supremacists are afraid of, right? They're, well, first of all, they're afraid of losing power, but white people have been so fucking horrible that 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 there's a fear of like what if we conquer white supremacy and then any any literally anyone literally anyone who isn't defined as white decides to treat white people who are defined as white the same way white people have treated them (laughs) you know like i'm not but like i think that's part of white like white supremacy. I mean, that, that, I mean, that seems, yeah, yeah, that seems pretty obvious to me. Yeah. And so it's sort of this, I, I don't know, like I, at the moment I was watching and I was like, yeah, go teal, fuck this guy, do that. Fuck the goal old. But I'm like, part of me is like, "Mm," that like reinforces this idea that the oppressed are always the same as the oppressor. Yeah. It's cold, cold as fuck. Yeah. I don't know that anyway, anyway, I don't know. It just made me think, it just made me think of that. I don't know if I have like an opinion or a point. I don't know. Well, I, I kind of took it as, as Tilk really being more like overly, you know, hyperbolic than anything. Like, I, I don't think he would actually, that that's not a plan. Like they never talked about that before. Like, I don't know. I don't think, he, I think he was just like doing it for trying Apophis to scare him because he oh, knew that that's what a yeah. would think. You know what though? Yes. I have an opinion now that would just be another to use another white American vernacular English. That would be a crackerjack way to really torture like a white supremacist on his deathbed is to have a black person saying the same shit to them or like, I don't know, anybody Brown, but whatever. (laughs) Anyone not currently defined as white. No. Yeah. I think Teal just knew what would scare him the most. Yeah. He did a good job. 
Um, but yeah, well, so yeah, then Dr. Frazier's like, I need more, you need to give him morphine. Tilk tells her no. And at this point I was, I wrote down, where's the Dr. Frazier I know? She wouldn't, she wouldn't listen to that shit, even if it was Tilk. I bet then, there was something then, in Tilk's eyes. It was, but then, but then like five seconds later, she's like, nope, 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 get out of the way. And he does. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. there you go. I, I mean, because a team player. I'm just saying I immediately wrote it down before yeah. like 10 seconds pass. And I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, I, I do that all the time. I get right stuff down. I'm like, oh, I guess that's just all that we're talking about. Um, and sometimes I talk about it anyway. I just want to say a couple things. One, Tilt gets his moment. This is what he's been waiting for in, in some way, you know, mm-hmm. the POFIS. Two, uh, Carter finally... You know, she has like one question about the particle accelerator. Oh, that's right. That's the information they're trying to get is, can you help us stop um, SoCar from coming through? Yeah. And Apophis is like, well, this is exactly what he did to my metal uh, anus. Is that what he said? Well, no, but but it only made me think <laughs> it only made me think that they that they must have some sort of like protective device over their gates right oh okay i missed that completely so i'll stop so i will stop talking about that um but yeah but apparently this is like old hat for Sokar. i mean he was tortured yeah and then and then uh after after tilk in his conversation like carter like tries again and then like apophis like he finally like actually raises his head and and, like yeah almost tries to kiss carter (laughs) Because yeah. he notices jolly. He's like, ooh, you've been a host before. And he's like, and instead of though, instead of being like, you know, you'd make a good host for me and trying and like leaping into her, he's like, you know what? I bet you he like taunts her by saying, I bet you'd make a good queen for Sokar. Um, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And she's actually visible visibly upset. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like she's really like <gasps> And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't believe that you would show that most. Like, get more like Teal. Get more in control of your face. You're well, a just, captain. It just made me think. It's like, if their whole plan is to, like, you know, they're going to keep him uh, and all the cons that go along with that to get information out of him, where is their professional interrogator? Ooh. It's just been a circus. Of it's just the been like, game. can I go? Can I go now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'll take a the, shot at it. I'll take a shot at it. Okay. I'm waiting for Siler to, and maybe since glasses isn't there, baby face. Siler will do it. Siler will succeed. He's also an inter- He also took like an interrogation class in like college. Or He's something a real like jack of all trades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Siler. Uh, yeah, we cut, we cut to we cut him. to Siler and he's in this like wacky heat suit. Is that a real thing? <laughs> wacky heat suit. <laughs> it's foil, but somehow doesn't make you hotter. That's not what I learned when I baked potatoes growing up. Oh man. Well, yeah. So Siler's like just spewing. I, I would assume. Water. Yeah. Some cold water onto the gate because it's fucking heating up mm-hmm. uh, a lot. Uh, and it's like a sauna in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hammond rolls in there with no protection for like one sec. He's like, it's and he's Im- he's immediately like a sweaty, sweaty brow. And Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Siler's working hard. I wish they'd showed him pitting out. I wish there were more people like actually pitting out on TV. 
yeah. The only people, the only people who pit out on TV are like post-apocalyptic people. Or people that have like run like a marathon, which they shouldn't even sure. be pitted out yet. They should be like drenched. Right. <laughs> but people who just go for a jog aren't pitted out. Um, so we're getting to a part of this episode that I call these damn rotary phones. <laughs> and apparently Sokar has a push button because he's so modern. Well, <laughs> Well, yeah, well, yeah, we, we, cause, cause yeah, you know, Carter's like, Hey, there's a look in like, it, it can only be open for 38 minutes. Once that closes, let's dial in out somewhere else. We'll buy us some time, stop, yeah. get the heat to come down a little bit. Let's roll. Keep him from cutting through. Yeah. But yeah, but so they try once, once, once it stops, they try to do it. Well, I, I, I like, I like the phone thing. I was, I, I, I wrote that Sokar has windows 98. As opposed to that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was the windows everybody liked? X windows, XS. Oh, XP. XP. Yeah. Maybe Sokar has XP and everybody else has shitty. Well, I could only assume that they're doing like 95, you know, uh, and in the mountain, you know, but apparently uh, spoiler alert, they upgrade quickly or Carter writes a program that works faster (laughs) Are we ready to talk about that heat suit and the episode a couple episodes ago where Sam and some other SG folks were stuck on the hot planet that was going to reach 200 degrees? It reaches 200 degrees in that fucking room. (laughs) Did they make the heat suits after that happened to in case it ever happened again? Are we just supposed to pretend that wasn't anything that ever happened? It just happened, though. My theory. My no, it was Siler. That's how quick he is. He that All episode right, happened. The Siler theory. Siler did it himself. He 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 built them. He he designed them himself. Brainstormed it. Built it. All right. Manufactured it. Made just enough for him and his crew for all precisely right. something later than nine. And all of a sudden, they're needed here. Perfect. That's okay. How quick well, I'm he just is. gonna say that they should give Daniel salary to Siler. <laughs> whatever it is because i'm sure it's exorbitant and way more suddenly obsessed with the fact that daniel definitely makes more than everyone else (laughs) well i never thought about it before but it just sucks i mean we don't know that for sure i mean he has a great apartment but remember he comes from money from the from the insurance claim from those from his parents getting well that makes me even more mad that he's probably making more money than everybody else yeah i mean he already has more like we saw that gold card um actually we're gonna find out carter has the nicest house oh what but what? she's not but she's only a captain and like my dad was a captain she's not making that much money I, she must have like she's just good with money because she spends all of her time everyone's got money she spends all of her time in the uh in the mountain and doesn't have any kids i guess not really eating out too much or true 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 so yeah so they're trying their fucking best but no uh so fucking beats him to the punch dials in again oh we have another 38 minutes which is why sam has to because he's got the push button phone and so sam has to figure out how to make the rotary phone she's got what she has to do is take their rotary phone and turn it into one of those fake rotary phones mm. that looks like a rotary phone, but is really push button. Yeah. Yeah. You hit it. The rotary phone's just for like effect. 
Is there anything worse than using a rotary phone and somebody has nines in their phone number (laughs) and you miss dial after you dial the nine? God. Took forever. That takes me. That's like me at seven. It takes me back. (sighs) Wild. Well, yeah. So they have to worry about that. So they cut, we cut to the briefing room where they're also like, all right, well, this guy's doing this, but they also, they also talk, they might be doing a space assault as well. Martu brings that up. Oh yeah. He could be, he's on his way probably right now in his big, big spaceships. Yeah. 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 They're going to get hit from a couple. Planet up. <laughs> so Hammond's like, well, I've talked to the, I've talked to Trisha, the president, uh, I've talked to the superiors and they uh, are ordering us to stop any medical help for Apophis. We're sending his body back. Yeah. They're like, we're done. Like, no, he can't have asylum. Like, we don't even give asylum to people who deserve it. So we're definitely not giving asylum to this motherfucker. And Dr. Frazier, you know, one would maybe think that she would like, maybe like put up a ruckus about it, but she doesn't. She takes the orders and she's just like, okay. Passive aggressive. Because once they (laughs) send his body through, like she just walks across the screen in a huff. And I'm like, why is she so upset about sending a dead body back? (laughs) She's like super pissed. And it's like, you couldn't save his life. Like he died already. And like he died with a nice send off. Daniel gave the host this beautiful. He finally got his shit together and gave him this beautiful send off about seeing his family in the afterlife. Well, yeah. Well, we we cut to that because O'Neill goes to Apophis to tell him the good news. (laughs) <laughs> but but yeah it's it's the host about jesus but it's the host talking can i just say the good news about jesus would be good news right now to apophis because apophis is his own god and he's not really a god so he'd love to hear the good news about jesus christ because <laughs> he'd be like something to believe in this one i needed it most i assume o'neill will find jesus around season seven O'Neill. You don't think O'Neill's already found Jesus? Do you think he's an atheist or a Christian? I feel like those are the only choices. O'Neill's a Christian in default. Oh, like probably like a Methodist. Jesus is to O'Neill what my student loans were to me in like 08. Okay. But do you think so? Probably like so he's a Methodist (laughs) or a Christian. (laughs) Well, yeah, but yeah, he goes, but and Apophis is awake, but it's the host talking and daniel's like laying right by him just kind of listening to what he's saying and man this this scene man this is this is this is heartbreaking peter williams it's it, oh yeah it's really it's just it's sad it's like mm-hmm. super sad he has been in a nightmare for forever and he was hoping to wake up and see his family who've been dead for like a thousand fucking years yeah yeah no so, but daniel's finally like prepped it's like he's got a script he can't like <laughs> off the cuff do compassion but he scripted something out after that last embarrassing moment <laughs> so he offers that well yeah, well, yeah. He, he's he, he says that he's gonna do the funeral funeral rites of ancient egypt yeah. as much as he knows i suppose and then apophis comes back for like a second like asks for a host again yeah give me a host host and then dies. The way some people ask for ice chips, he's like, host, host. <laughs> Waiter. The nurse comes in with, with, a, with a cup full of host and says, slowly, slowly, you can't have too much water. 
the Goa'uld dies first. Apparently, the host is like still somehow alive. So Daniel d- does the rites. He has like a statue and uh, speaks oh, the yeah. words and stuff like that. that. And I thought that was nice. Weird. And he kind of like holds the statue at a weird angle in front of the guy. Well, yeah, and like yeah, and like Deloise like like does like this the- like close up shot of the statue. You know, it was really. Th- this is the moment when I was like, okay, all right. This, oh, well, I have a heart happening. of stone. So oh, I oh. felt nothing. <laughs> Heart but of not for Daniel that. Jackson. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening with that statue? And I thought, oh, that's nice. He's holding the statue so that that's kind of what the guy is seeing on his way out. So actually, my only complaint is that the statue is being held crooked in front of the guy. I wish it had been more in close up. And <laughs> to <straight>. be clear. <laughs> so I guess everything was fine. except I don't know. That's that cinematography's fault. I don't know. Yeah, that Dutch or, angle was a little too Dutch. Uh, is that what that is? It's a Dutch yeah, angle? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely too Dutch. Okay. Okay. That was my Dutch accent. So they wrap the body up and then Teal'c is like, I'm just going to push it through the wormhole because the <sighs> dial device that Carter made, it worked. It's faster. It's speed dial. She basically was like, fuck your push button phone. I have one number dialing. And so they right. beat Sokar. At, at the dialing game. So Teal pushes the body through the water mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then everyone's like, well, who cares? He's dead. Except for, for some reason, Frazier <sighs> is like, <sighs> and like huffs off passive aggressively. Hey, and, Hey, I'm going to give her that. I'm getting, why, why is she, is she so, so upset, upset? Tori? They sent a dead body. Well, through. Just, she doesn't like being told she can't do what she wants. What did she want to do? Know. She wanted to keep, she wanted status. I don't know. Give her more. Get him a host. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, I don't think know. they, that's they don't deep, know. That's a deep I don't know that they stopped giving him morphine because the morphine surely wasn't fucking saving his life. Uh, that's uh, some end of life care. And then they find out they're like, well, cool. We didn't do anything wrong. We just sent a dead body back. And then Martus like, <laughs> what? Like, you know, Sokar has got like a sarcophagus, right? They're totally gonna revive them, the host and and the goat old and torture the shit out of them. And everyone's just sort of like, yikes, big yikes about that. That is a big yeah. yikes. I was like, oh yeah. They were like none of this mattered. They were so freaked out. And I was like, oh yeah, none of it mattered. I didn't even think of that. I just think about I mean how they were like, oh, we're not doing anything wrong. And then they're like, oh, we did the wrongest thing. Well, because they're like, because he says that, and then he's like, Surely a fate he justly deserves. And they're and they're all like, no one's in there. No, it. everyone's you know? like they're kind of like, are you Lantesh? You sound like Martouf right now, but you're saying <laughs> some Lantesh shit. And I'm just like Lantesh is on wait until all when they seem disillusioned now. Wait until they find about about blacks sites Gitmo, Abu Grave, some police warehouse in Chicago, etc. 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 <sighs> and that's the end of the episode, right? Just before the end, Martu finally gives them his phone number. Oh, that's you know? right. They, and they uh, give him a, yeah. they give him a. O'Neill gives him his number. Yes. Uh, the remote, the remote <laughs> dial-in, the SG team remote dial-in. So they don't have to use some obscure weird box that Daniel gave them. Sagan box. Yeah. 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 God, He's that's... pissed about that. Yeah. Daniel's like, good luck with Sagan box. I'm cool. I'm important. I matter to the team. I earn my salary. I earn more than the rest of you. <laughs> so american yeah um well and then, and then carter's like 
I'll, I'll, I'll show you how it works. Yeah, and let's see how it works. Exit stage, right? But then I don't know when she did, because the next thing you know, she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Off, like at the gate. So. True. And then, yeah. And then the That's episode ends. The whole pointless, as you pointed out, episode ends. Tori. Yes. Were you comforted by this episode? Oh, man. See, the, this is this is the con- there's a small conundrum. Okay. Because yes, like it, 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 everything sort of turns out to be useless. The the episode itself, not much happens. Almost nothing happens actually. Yeah. It's and as I said before, it's just like a a loop four times over of like the same thing, just a clown car. <laughs> but this was a great episode. The whole thing. What made it great? Peter Deloise. Coming more. Peter Deloise. There, there's no there's... It, it before him this episode would have been hot garbage yeah I, I don't know anybody else that they've had would have made hot hot trash out yeah of there was something about this episode and i think mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 just buried in like a just a Genesical. large pool just... of like directorial choices prob- mm-hmm. probably direct probably directions to the actors whatever mm-hmm. i don't know what Oh, like he gave Christopher Judge so much more rain over his face. Yeah, yeah. I feel like every other director has been like, Teal doesn't make faces. And obviously Peter DeLuise was like, yes, he does. Steal those scenes, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- everybody I, think, I, did I better. think everybody did. Yeah, everybody did better. And I was genuinely interested in watching this episode. And now I am. Oh, now same. I am yeah, super interested in watching more like this this is yeah. a, this episode's a game changer honestly like mm-hmm. there was there's it was it doesn't have that feel of like 90s sci-fi sh- like just schlock, schlock. like there, there was some there mm-hmm. it, it, like all of a sudden it's a serious show it's well it's got its own personality all of a sudden i think yeah peter De, peter deluise shows up and he gives the show its own feeling like I joked, like it's a Star Trek opening, but like I do feel like a lot of the episodes have either been non-science fiction 90s TV or oh, this feels very classic Star Trek, or it feels very this or very that. This feels army show, but like it gets its own feeling, like its own sort of intuitive identity after he comes along. I agree. And I agree. Um, so I was better, super. It just gets better from here. So the, the point is, is I was comforted by the very much by the fact that like I now know because like yeah, and I am to be. He's done like he that he does like sixty episodes or something of this series as a whole from here on out. So mm-hmm. I'm like super comforted in the fact that I'm like okay, the runway we're in good hands. Things have opened up in the horizon, and I'm excited to keep watching in a way that I haven't been. We're embarking on the part of this where we find out why people fucking watch this show. <laughs> we made it. We made it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We're on board. We're with you. You're, we're on your team now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> five, five stars. <laughs> Give us five stars. We're on your team now. Um, I was. Yeah. But anyway, I was comforted. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by this episode? I was comforted and now I feel like my answer is so tongue in cheek shallow compared to yours oh. because I was com- I'm also comforted by being in good hands. But I said yes for two reasons. 
Christopher Judge's face acting. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the whole concept of, of winning by saving, like winning while saving the moral high ground on a technicality. <laughs> Which I'm just like, Alan's a white person. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tori. Yeah. When you were watching this show, oh, mm-hmm. did you have like a, yay, I would love to be that motherfucker. Uh, nay, no, thank you. I do not want to be them. And a, nah, I could be that guy. That's just like my life now. <laughs> and if so, who were they? Oh, uh, when you put it like that, these make way more sense. Uh, uh, yes, my yeah is Teal'c, uh, because, I mean, he's he's having a great, this is one of his best days ever. He's getting his retribution. Mm-hmm. He's making his old, like, his leader, master, whatever, like, things have, things have changed. Like, he, he's, he, this is a situation that he's been thinking about. It's happening. You know- and he's also allowed to take the moral high ground, even though he did atrocities for the same person mm, mm, mm. in confronting them and being like, fuck you. He's like, I am absolved. <laughs> Cause I also spoiler alert picked teal as my yay, mm. but, but mostly for the reasons you said, I just saw those other ones. Second, he gave good face and he's having a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my nay, uh, is the host of Apophis. <laughs> same. Oh, <laughs> well, it's, I was like that poor man, sort of. Well, and then I had a question. I was like, I guess he's going like if they're putting the sarcophagus. I guess the Goa Uld and him will be resurrected. I, I'm, yeah. I imagine that's how. Yep. Well, so and, he and, thought he was getting sweet, sweet death and he's not. Well, and then I was like, oh, and then also the host and Paphos. They've got to go silver lion now. Like do they de-age in the sarcophagus or do they have that permanent mm-hmm. post uh, Obama post presidency shine. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but you know, they're going to have I to mean, like, deal with it. They don't have Obama. They look like fucking Morgan Freeman in 30 years from now. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not. No, I, I didn't mean to say that Obama looks that old. Just, you know, they, they've got to. I mean, but that, but I had like uh, that question. It's like, does it, do they de-age or is Apophis now just sort of like. Mm, that's a good question. Anyway, I, nah, all around. Yeah. Nah, all around. <laughs> and then around. my meh was Siler. Ah, oh, uh, just so just, close to having a, tr- a triple oh, hat. Well, just a hat trick, a hat trick. So close. I was just, I just thought probably not as fun as stay at work, you know, just, I mean. I mean, he's still, I'm sure he's having fun in a way. He's like, I'm testing out my new heat suits. This is sweet. Yeah, but- with my own body. Yay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, my meh is Martouf. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I can't remember why. I guess it just looks like he's he's whatever. Mm. I mean, he's not really having a better, Siler might be a better one because now that we've talked about the dynamic between Lantesh and Martouf, I'd probably rather be Siler. <laughs> Like, but if I were going to say my meh is like, yeah, I guess that's fucking what my life is right now. I'd have to say it's probably more like Martoops. <laughs> so. Oh, well, I was going to say, like, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, Siler works for me because that's, you know, that's pretty much yeah. me at work now. I'm like, yeah, I like my job, but same time. Eh. 
having a Lantesh and a Martouf is also me. (laughs) But I'm more, I'm more Martouf. But once in a while, Lantesh says some shit in a tone to my Mm. husband. That's extraordinarily uncalled for. And then, and then Martouf has to apologize and say, oh, I'm sorry. I said it like that. That was weird. <laughs> Sometimes your Goa old proverbial Goa old mm-hmm. gets the in forefront. there and says some stuff. Um, well, that's uh, yeah, great. We know who we are. Who we want to be, who we don't want to be, uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> who we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It was yeah. It's been a, quite an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, what are we what are we doing for next week, Sarah? Oh, we're doing season two, episode nineteen, one false step. I'm about. I'm just gonna read. I'm just gonna read this IMDb summary. Mm-hmm. Sam is testing an unmanned aerial vehicle uav and the drone crashes on a planet when its camera shows an alien near the uav the sg1 travels to the planet to retrieve the drone on arrival they establish contact with a weird inhabitant and follow him to his village soon several inhabitants faint and the sg1 believe they have brought some pandemic to the natives (laughs) they oh god they bring one native to the SGC and Dr. Fraser tries to find a cure. Oh, it's probably a virus. Will the inhabitants be doomed to die? I guarantee Dr. Fraser gets to say um, probably not the word uh, native, but probably the phrase it's some kind of virus. In the next episode, wow, I don't know. I'm kind of worried that one false step might be one more false step before the show gets its shit fully together. <laughs> Because it sounds like a throwback to last week and like the week before that. All right, fine. Yeah, it's not. That. It's not. It's not a sine wave. It's not a plateau and then level off. It's a. It's no. It's a journey with a couple ups and downs, two steps forward, one step yeah, back. Yeah. Sort of pitch. Yeah. Exactly. Whoo, boy howdy. So <laughs> boy howdy is also wave. Write it down. White American vernacular, vernacular <laughs> English. And how is also part of it. Sometimes I leave things in the comments of those videos that I think of that I'm Mm. like, this is some some stuff white people say. (laughs) You know, one of the ones that I see a lot is um, when you show up to something, this is white American vernacular English, when you show up to something and then a and there's something that involves any kind of line and then a whole bunch of people show up right after you you have to say looks like we got here just in time (laughs) and i hate that one because i do that so it's embarrassing we can't help ourselves i cannot help myself i cannot help myself and now that now that it's been put into my head as a thing i kind of extra I can't help myself like I say it alone to myself come try it come try do you want to talk about something that you wish was paying us to advertise for them 
come try a Safeway Donuts. Safeway. <gasps> not, a, not a great that. grocery market. Uh, it's uh, uh, not a great design. Poorly lit. Causes mm-hmm. some people anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. But their bakery is mm-hmm. on fucking point. Mm. Those are some good motherfucking donuts, motherfucker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Get tr- those motherfucking donuts on my motherfucking plane. <laughs> They're delicious. Oh my God. I'm so angry at have donuts right now. I do still have cheesecake left over for my birthday. Nice. Okay. Now, for people who stuck around through that, that ad, that shilling that we did for free, mm-hmm. um, you're, you get to be here for a segment because we don't do a lot of banter about what we ate for breakfast or what our afternoon was like before we, we, <laughs> before we talk about the show. Um, we do a little segment called Get to Know Your Host. And it's totally voluntary. You can stop listening right now or stick around. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> it's not voluntary for Tori or me. We do this horrible deck. It's it's some kind of horrible ill-conceived couples therapy deck I got off Amazon called Talking Point, Conversations with Purpose. Lori, this is a good one for you because you're a musician. Oh, If you could master any instrument on earth, what would it be? Oh, oh, well, well, the piano. Yeah. I was going to say piano and then I thought, nah, my voice, just your voice. Oh, oh, that's that's a good one. I'd master my voice. I'd love to be able to, cause you can like karaoke with your voice like, or just impress the shit out of people or make people like really move people to tears and stuff and just have fun and better time in your car singing and like not be afraid to play rock band. Cause you live in a condominium and you're afraid your neighbors will hear. <laughs> well, being able to do voices and like, they're like act, they're really good. Oh, being yeah. able to do dialects of different kinds on a, I only on, thought about the snap of your yes. fingers. I only thought about singing, but man, being able to be, do like voice work, be a voice actor. No, that's a pretty good one. God, but, that's like the dream. Yeah. But I mean, I play piano, so although a secondary, uh, I've been thinking about the saxophone a lot lately. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel that you've mastered the piano? Oh, no. no, 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 no. Okay. So you'd like to master it. You did get, you did get Chris to play, start playing the piano a little bit. He printed out Moonlight Sonata after you left. Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I'm practicing that right now. You are too? Well, it got yeah. you. Yeah. That's cool. I'll tell him. All right. Oakley Doakley, smokily. Oh, well, <laughs> well, uh, thanks, folks, for joining us at the vertical watering hole. Uh, you know, ch- uh, you can also listen on our website, the7symbol.com, as well as most podcasts, uh, streaming sites of your choice Apple, Spotify, Google Play, et cetera. And I have a deal for you. I want to make a deal. Oh. You guys all go give us five stars and glowing reviews, and I'll tell you everything about gold technology that I know. <laughs> she's 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 halfway through season ten, folks. This can isn't a bluff. A, can I can I just have a five star review, please? <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Do yes. it. Yes. What else are you? I mean, some of you might be doing something right now, but some of you aren't yeah. doing anything else we, right now. You could we, totally we see just go do it. Just go do it. Just do it. We're doing it on yours. Yeah. If you have a podcast and we know about it and we're doing it. Exactly. So feels only fair. 
Um, well, you know what? That's my, that's my, hey, folks, you know, let's do this together. As soon as I get done with this, I'm going to go through all of my favorite podcasts, give them five stars on their main site, and maybe five, and five stars some of my favorite episodes. Maybe. Word. Samesy Wait, no, I didn't say that. Same, what's Samesy Lamesies? I'm pretty drunk. Okay. I've never <laughs> heard that. <laughs> no. And it included the word lame, so I don't know. What? No, it's it, like... It's kind like... of implies that we were that, too. Samesy Lamesies. <laughs> Samesy-damesies. I don't know. It's like that Samesy. one saying you said a couple episodes ago where you're, she walks in like Mary. <laughs> and I was like, is that a thing? And you're like, it is now. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't remember anything. Killing it. Crushing it. <laughs> We're developing a new white vernacular here on SG Fun. Oh my God. I'm definitely the person for the job. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Which right. and, and and the yeah the biggest star of the new vernacular is Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. See ya. Bye.